0: Say, I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
1: I think we're getting into a weird area here. We
2: I'm not crazy. This is hysteria. You can't handle
1: the truth. gone This is Hysteria Fifty One. The truth is out there. a lie. But you won't
2: find it here.
1: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now.
2: Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that doesn't always ban guests from coming back. But when we do, unfortunately, we rarely stick to it. This is Hysteria 51.
0: We need a fucking bouncer. Or a robot that gives a shit. Or a bouncing robot if we throw them off of a high enough thing. I'm really, all these things are okay in my book. Pass. That sounds like work. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension,
2: otherwise known as Chicago, my name is John Goforth, and sitting right
0: across from me, staring into his beautiful blue eyes, is none other than Mr. Brent Hand. John, thank you so much. And I, I do want to emphasize the beautiful because I'm a very handsome man and I'm glad that you brought that up. People don't really get to drink in the entire experience that is Brent when they just get to listen to me. You're a lucky son of a bitch. I, I, I've always felt that way. Um, <laughs> the, I don't know why I, I, I'm, I'm laughing so hard at that statement. I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm really trying to go with this whole yes and thing. Uh, I'm trying to be a better better co-host. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Brent. You know we've had a lot of requests lately uh, to kind of uh, reignite our YouTube uh, channel. Maybe one of these days they'll they'll get to get a better look at those yeah. beautiful blue eyes. You're,
0: you're right. It's so funny. Everyone goes, I love podcasts and I love watching them on YouTube. I'm like, that's a video, but uh, that's a, a topic for a different day. Well, what's old is new again. When we got into podcast, you know, video
2: podcasts, you could you could literally watch them in Apple Podcasts. This yeah. is like 2015, and everyone's like, yeah, now that's just a fad. And then now it's like, hey, you know the best place to listen to a podcast youtube
0: yeah do you know uh, my problem is and this is a side note i listen to them when i'm either driving or when i'm working on something inane you know uh going through scheduling stuff like that and then i i can kind of have it on in the background so i never watch if there was video hell i'll turn on a on a youtube channel and and not watch it, just have it on in the background so I can listen to this stuff. And you just you just hit on another problem that I think, I
2: think YouTube, I mean, listen, they're making $4 billion a year. They're going to be something just right. fine. Yeah. But one thing that I think they should change, you have to subscribe to YouTube Red in order for the app on your phone to not, uh, or to continue to play the sound in the background. Yeah. And I, I just think that's a big miss on like impressions they could deliver because we would, I would
0: use it. For, for, like you just said, open up a
2: channel and listen.
0: I used to have an app that actually put it on into the background and they broke it. You know, and there's a couple. and then they, Oh, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they made it so you just couldn't do it. And then it did something with like split screen and stuff and you could do it and it all went away. And I'm like, yeah. it's like the old mouse jiggler. So there is a mouse jiggler now. That- it's back, baby. I always is read it? it when we do, if we do like live shows and stuff, because the last thing I want is a timing out. It just goes black if we're doing like, using yeah, it for yeah, it, yeah. you know, I have a question for
2: you. We recently struck up a conversation in hysteria nation, and uh, I thought we'd, we'd bring it over to the actual show. Um, you brought up uh, He-Man and the kind of the the reincarnation He-Man. of He-Man yeah. uh, uh, revelation. Is that what it was called? Revela- from yeah. Kevin Smith? Uh-huh. And, um, and I thought it was great. Um, I recently binged um, the three seasons of Transformers War for Cybertron, which was uh, a new series that was created for Netflix. Uh, it was created to be three seasons. It was the third season came out this year.
0: It was fan-fucking-tastic. That's awesome. And I haven't checked it out yet. And that is that is definitely on my list. Um, have you watched the new He-Man? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it a lot. I, 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 I enjoyed. enjoyed I don't think it deserved any of the hate that it got. I thought it did a really good job, and it felt like almost like a continuation in in a good way. I didn't really understand the hate. Like,
2: I, I a lot of times when somebody hates on something, I disagree. Like, now uh, actually, that thing that you're saying is a negative is a positive to me. The, here, I didn't really understand what they were saying. Like I, this what, is going to be a, a
0: big swing at some. I think sometimes. And I, I, this isn't for everyone, and so don't don't get mad at me. But I think sometimes when they take a male-led show and make the female lead the center, like they did for you know half of this season, people go like, "No, this isn't what I am used to, and I don't like it." I thought they did a really good job in, in doing that um, to fulfill and to to move on to move along the story, but that's me. I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I also
2: think too, just the uh, it's not the thing I was used to. And so uh, like there, there's probably a contingent of people. I mean, I think you make a good point. There's probably a contingent of people that literally would have preferred another 36 episodes that were looked, sounded and behaved just like those from the eighties.
0: Tell me to gun friend. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Otherwise, some people—it's not for me to decide why you don't like something, you know, unless you're like <laughs> seething with hate or racism or something like we see in a lot of things. Ah, uh, you know, you're you're happy to have your own opinion, and mine can be different, and, and that doesn't matter. Um, I just—it was true. weird the the boycott Kevin Smith hate and stuff when I thought he he put a lot of heart and soul into this.
2: I agree. I agree. I also like you know with these cart a lot of these cartoon reboots how they're kind of stylistically making some cool choices. Certainly in the He-Man reboot, but then also in the the Transformer series I was talking about, it's kind of uh, kind of an amalgam of styles. At parts it feels like anime. At other parts it feels like more traditional cartoon, and other parts it's more like a uh, three uh, D generated cartoon images, and it's kind of all uh, like a blend or a meld. It kind of almost reminded me. Uh, Of uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, how you know it was like a a mixing of styles, Um, and I I just love how folks are playing with that rather than the the kind of traditional route of everything needs to look more and more real, like the the Pixar route. Uh, You know, like no, I, I. there's nothing wrong with the, the the cartoon style of the 80s.
0: Don Bluth, who did Dragon's Lair and stuff, you know, he's been talking about having a new movie coming out or a new cartoon like his, his oh, really? camp and stuff. I would love to see stuff done. You know, his people doing that. I lo- I miss that old style animation. And I, I, I think that there's still a place for it. I completely agree now. Now, Brent, um, I probably just need to go ahead and
2: pull the band aid. I'm uh I can see someone squirming over here. I was gonna, you know, do a big
0: to-do and a big reveal, but uh, um Yeah, yeah. Let's just pull the fucking band aid off. We told everyone if they listened last week what's happening. Pull
2: the drapes back.
0: Uh without further ado. Pecker! Pecker <laughs> <laughs> His name is Pecker. Uh two weeks in a row. 17 years without him, but I two s- weeks in a row. The dream is alive. I swear he's never welcome back on this program. Well, well, what happened was I fell asleep last night on a picture of him, and when I woke up, he was just here. I don't know how to happen. I mean, that's... Well, it's let's like, talk uh, about what, why you had a picture of him in your bed. You don't? It's common. He sneaks into my house at night and he hides pictures of himself all over the place. Most of my pictures on my walls, he has photoshopped, which was a uh, around now. Uh, into uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell you guys, kind of along that lines. I think the greatest compliment
1: I've ever received in my entire life was a former guest, Jan Jessup. That's one Dan time. Jan uh, Jazz Jazz Jessup, Jessup once uh, actually informed me that he had a dream that he was standing uh, in a bar. The uh, the Celtic Crown, which is a, a Lincoln Park bar here in Chicago. And there's a big mirror behind the bar. And he dreamt he was standing there drinking a beer. And he looked in the mirror. And I was in the mirror, but not next to him. <laughs> and I said to him, from mirror to here. And he turned around, and there I was. <laughs> um, and honestly, like I don't think... I've I could even come up with a cooler thing for me to do than that right there. <laughs> that is pretty much the
2: bee's knees. You could also not be here. That would be pretty cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> be Duh <here>. debatable. Uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm excited for this one. It's it's a weird one, and it's one that I've I've been kind of I feel like we uh, say it's a weird one about every one of them. Well, that that's, <laughs> I mean, isn't a, that kind of the premise. It's a normal one for us, and uh, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those ones that I've been aware of for a very long time. And just getting down to the brass tacks, John, why don't you tell us who the hell was one Edgar a. Casey? Edgar
2: Casey was born to us in March of robot. robot. All right. <laughs>
0: it's reasonable. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I think he just needed to get that one out of his system.
2: I feel like he's he's a little more feisty with with Peck back in the room. I don't, it might I don't be. Know. Yeah, he feels more free. <laughs> or is it because we're all live again, like like in person? Give it time.
0: But the, the <laughs> us all together know the lie part.
2: Well, you know,
1: <laughs> I, I will say I wasn't going to say this when when I first walked in. But I will mention, you know, we all we all hear the constant jokes that have just become ridiculous now of like, a lot of people over the last year and a half working from home and things like that and like oh you know it's I, I just sit around in my boxers on zoom mm-hmm. calls all day what I found a little bit alarming is walking into Brent with no pants on well uh, in person we <laughs> are
0: live again Brent you do realize yeah, that
1: you also know
0: that I don't believe in in undergarments or pants well so. here we
1: go you know we started it last week and mm-hmm. let's continue
0: it don't I thought... you hate pants <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe you'd have a bird with you and uh, I, I just wanted to give it the full Monty <laughs> you know how it goes. All, All right, right, John. Back to it. Ed, Edgar Casey. Here's the GoFopedia. Mm.
2: Edgar Casey, born in March of 1877, March 18th to be exact. He died January 3rd, 1945. Spoiler alert. <laughs> in case you hoped the he was world still alive. Was at war. Wow, I'm I'm devastated. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, not nothing too crazy in in those dates. However, he was an American clairvoyant who claimed to channel from his higher self. John tries to commune with his higher self regularly, I hear.
0: I think that was a... Uh, I think he's, he's saying that you dabble in the now non-forbidden uh, lettuce of said devil.
2: I, I think he's just calling me a fashionista. Um, <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, Casey <laughs> Sessions occurred during a trance state when he would fall asleep. Is what he claimed his clairvoyance was actually just him dreaming? Well, I... I mean, if you want to be... Or just trance music.
0: N-ts, 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 if you want to
2: just be an ordinary person about it, sure. But, uh, you know, if you want to get in deeper, listen. His friend Lane, <laughs> his wife, and later his secretary, Gladys Davis Turner, would record his words while he was in said sleep. Mm-hmm. And, re- and record them they did. Yeah. Lots and lots of them, as you will learn during these sessions. Casey would answer questions on stuff all over the place, from literally dream, all over the place, yeah, yeah, to reincarnation, dreams, the afterlife, past life, nutrition, Atlantis, mm-hmm. the second coming of Christ, Actually. no, C-bot, and future events. Yeah. And it goes on from
0: there handy meat sack to have around, it could be. <laughs> Depending on, on on your batting average, with what you're with what you're uh, suggesting, I, I'll just say, aside from the fact
1: that I I personally found myself uh, you know enamored with Edgar Casey many many years ago in my long time obsession with all things Atlantis, mm-hmm. but what really excited me about being part of this episode is that he is considered by many, by which I mean a couple people. To be the father of holistic medicine,
0: father of holistic, father Which, of new age. There's a lot of father of in his bio when you go yeah. to. And if there's anything that
1: I would respect more than than anything else, it's being the one that's credited with founding holistic medicine.
2: <laughs> so the only the only experience I have with holistic medicine, <laughs> did, I had a I had did, a I had a family you try putting me-
0: grubs on it. <laughs>
2: holistic. I had, and I had let
0: me ding this triangle next to your left. Yeah. I don't think that's going to work because as you know I have an aversion to crystals which I have in my pocket.
2: <laughs> You're allergic. Go on,
0: John. I'm allergic to
1: crystals
2: personally. <laughs> it's a challenge for me. Except for Crystal Gale, she's majestic. So so when I was when I was younger, I had a family member that uh would swear at the moment you start to feel like you have a cold or you have a flu, and this is a holistic medicine uh-huh. um, a, a, a remedy, uh, that you should take uh, – I'm not going to say this, right? I'll, I'll try to say it, and then I'll spell it for you. Ocilococonium. Ocilococonium. Uh,
0: O-S-C-I-L-L-O-C-O-C-C-I-N-U-M. So when you said that, I thought, okay, just spell it. Then I got lost further. What do you smell like
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically like Tamiflu in the sense that or you're supposed to use it like Tamiflu. Like the moment you have an onset of symptoms, you put it under your tongue and, you know, it goes away. And I can, I can like honestly lithium? tell you uh, that every time I got sick and I put it under my tongue, that nothing went away. <laughs> so <laughs> well, holistic medicine didn't right. work for me. Maybe That's I was because,
0: missing the triangle. No, what you were missing was belief. Oh. Mm. That's what you were missing. Or some
2: Reiki, perhaps. Yeah, so, my thing- chakras were unaligned. Yeah, you didn't no, have the, somebody the shooting thing, though, hand signals at you.
0: The weird thing, though, we're, we're talking about these, these weird things he's about. He was a self-described... Devout Christian, Mr. Edgar Casey. Oh yeah. And a Sunday school teacher and his prophesy prophesizing, whatever you want to call it, his claims were a source of of trouble for him because channeling was typically criticized by practitioners as faith as being demonic. In fact, everything Yeah, folks didn't like that. Well,
1: if, oh, in I, the early 1900s? Good God! Every left-handedness was demonic. For God's yeah.
0: sake, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, they they would do things like I, even to this day. Like you talk to a lot of preachers and things like that. And my uncle used to always say this. He's like, I believe that there are things out there. Like you know, you, when you say ghosts, they're your uncle not the Doug ghosts Wells. Of, I don't know why you're telling us the story. Yeah, they they aren't the ghosts of loved ones. They're all demonic because that's the only thing that's here on this plane that that, that works that way is the devil.
2: Hmm. You know,
0: so I, I was making a joke know, before, that, but you're
2: you, I have definitely heard that from, um, uh, from the the more
0: traditional, yeah, uh, yeah. Christian, uh, and, and uh, he wasn't a, um, you know, this wasn't some weird fire and brimstone, that's just what he said, you know, uh, you know, growing, yeah, growing up, it's kind of interesting because, mm-hmm. like, that would discount what I've have found,
1: at least in my background, of like. As much as that does exist, like, I do think that there's also the same belief system of angelic, you know, presence and difference. That's
2: the positive. He was saying those things that go bump in the night, and you're like, oh, we gotta go. But angels won't communicate with you. It's not their place. I I, I grew up up around the same people. Wait, Uh, you uh, haven't talked to
0: Gabriel before? Uh, Well, I mean, he came to my party. (laughs) Gabe? But we didn't talk much. Um, (laughs) Guys, there are angels among us sent down to us from somewhere up above. Wait, how's it go? There's a song.
2: <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. I was waiting for it. But <laughs> uh, uh, it all starts from Joe, remembering uh, it. Joe, oh, I. Two, three, four, five, what, six. <laughs> what Brent's talking about is, is is like it was a very prevalent thing. I don't know if it's a certain denomination or what, but it was like if you can communicate with it, it's fucking bad. Yeah. It, because
0: yeah. God, God actually is just humans. Because if you can communicate <laughs> with it, <laughs> it's bad. That's I don't true. know if you guys have ever been online. But seriously, <laughs> God
2: and Jesus. And angels don't directly communicate with you. They send, ah. you know, they spend, they send ideas, they send whispers. They, but, but like if okay. you're getting a, a, a flat out, like that's why Ouija boards are so evil. Because if you're getting a flat out directional here, my name, is your name so and so? Yes. Well, well that, I mean, that I, has to be a demon. I can and, speak
1: from experience, and you two were there and witnessed it. In terms of the Ouija board things, they don't work. <laughs> Those tell you, pussy demons wouldn't even come would, when our, I told, when I asked them to.
0: Hour four, beer twelve each. When we're sitting there, it just turned to us cursing and saying the most filthy things, yeah. holding onto a Ouija board. The demons were echoing, screaming, <laughs> echoing the demons. Like it's like, come on.
2: You guys are so
1: mean. (laughs) That's what it is. I I, I pictured Daryl Strawberry in the Simpsons episode when the kids are uh, booing him. Um. And then Marge goes, he's a professional athlete. It's fine. And then they show him and he's got the tear running down his face. (laughs) I pictured
2: demons that night. Running total for Simpsons references in the last two
0: weeks. That'll be a baker's dozen there, Bob. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So, Casey, on the other hand, though, going stepping out against the thoughts of the church and stuff, he thought there, he believed that now, this is what he said it was his subconscious mind exploring the dream realm where he, well, we're all dream warriors, aren't we? He, well, thank you, Fredward. Uh, Fred, yeah. Freddy, uh, Fredward, what Fred- what what's Fred- his last Fred- name? Fre- well, A Kruger, right? Fredward, I I uh, yeah. He believed that minds were timelessly connected. And that's that's is something that we we've seen pop up a, a lot here on on the show and the different things we talked about. Different topics have talked about shared consciousness. Wait, wait, astral plane. Interrupt of, you. Interrupt you right uh, there. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that was a jaw drop of
1: it. Makes
0: it all the more impressive. So, but real quick, timelessly connected is an important part in what he was saying because he claimed to be able to predict the future because he could see it. And we're all connected timelessly. Now, see it well, is one way to say it too, because he really wasn't aware of what he was saying. He said, which goes into the whole of people taking and writing down his readings. Joe, what you say? Well, saying? that's, I mean, that's,
1: if there's one thing that we've learned in the course of Hysteria 51, right, is, being able to see something is the ultimate way to prove something is real. Thus, the flat earthers.
0: That's that's exactly
1: like right. They see that everything's
0: flat. Mm-hmm. So obviously it must be proof point set uh, point set, set and match. match. Yeah. Now, he's not just one to rest on his, his laurels here. He founded the nonprofit organization, the Association for Research and Enlightenment, uh, to store and facilitate the ARE. The ARE, which they, they it's always just the ARE uh, when they're online, to store and facilitate the study of his channelings, as well as run a hospital so with his teachings. I have a question
1: about guys like this
2: i have an answer let's see if they
0: match everyone knows guys like these we're always hanging out with clairvoyants and bounty hunters everyone knows <laughs> everyone the type.
1: knows the type <laughs> so guys like these that they always make sure they, they very clearly specify their non-for-profit organization yeah how many of them started out thinking i can make a lot of money off this stuff and when they fail miserably, they're like, Well, it was a non for profit. Like it's, it's, I'm doing good out
0: here. <laughs> yeah, well, we need to turn to the uh we need to turn to the swordlow meter. Yeah, this is bullshit assess. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is human no, bullshit. This is, no, beep, 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 beep. this is profit. He's going for profit. I'm sorry. For a nominal fee, the Swordlow will teach you how to do that profiting also. <laughs> The things he said, though, that you know the, these these teachings, they're still available and taught to the chagrin, one might say, of of medical doctors today. Uh, he was called the sleeping prophet. Wait, are we
2: calling? Are we calling web pages
0: taught? Well, that's not true because he's got a they have a center, John, and you can go there and you can even read in the back the of a comic tomes. book He's in
2: the back of a comic book,
0: brick and mortar, much like fourth hand studio that we're in right now. That's true. Brick and at any mortar. given
1: time, it has several students
0: <laughs> attending. We have several, several. students. Why did you not put an S on that legal reasons? <laughs> so, uh, like I said, sleeping prophet is what they called him. Uh, religious scholars and thinkers consider him to be, and you talked about this, the true founder and the principal source of most characteristic beliefs of new age movement and no. that, that type of thinking. Uh, I don't think I'm telling any tales that a school of doctors called him dangerous and a fraud. Now I say called, they still do. Well,
1: also fun. one of my all-time favorite terms, a quack.
0: Yeah. Which, actually, yeah. I've
1: never spent the time to go look at what the history of that is. Why yeah, are why, why is doctors who are considered uncredible considered a quack?
2: Uh, Howard the Duck. Ah, uh, of course. Now, yeah. now he always now just is, answers is that everything bird bird that he does know. <laughs> well... <laughs> Have you seen the movie? John, were you just <laughs> touching yourself? Howard the Duck. Howard the du- <laughs> The the original Marvel series. True. Oh, yeah. yeah the, that's like sorry. The original MCU. That's where that's I like true. to think
0: that the ju- that was the jumping off part. It went Howard the Duck. And then Blade. Blade. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Period. It took that
1: long for them to recover from yeah. Howard the Duck. Although it did start the adorable Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson? Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Who then tried to have sex with Corkscrew McFeely yep. or whatever. He, yeah. They have like Corkscrew dicks. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't feel like that's a myth. <laughs> I don't think so. They're only the, the only fowl that has penises anyway that has a penis. Are. Okay. he's He's, I mean, he's, He's, definitely He's just down. riffing now. You know show. someone out there is like everyone knows ducks have corkscrew penises. This is stupid. They're 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 idiots, and I'm not listening to this anymore. And now we get reviewed because of this. <laughs> See what you did.
1: I I I I, I Brent's I feel an ugly like- pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in a bad uh, version of a uh oh shoot, now I just forgot who I was gonna say. The shit the shitty comic that we would all make fun of. Uh
0: Comedian or
1: the one who always does like noises, who's always like oh, Bob Carry Top? Huh? Bobcat Kett No, 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 no. no. Carry Top? More recent. Rob uh, um Rob Schneider? No, uh was in a couple movies, one with Jessica Simpson, fucking uh
2: Oh Good. Oh
1: good. Oh, oh, <laughs> I was gonna say. I feel like we're at a bad Dane Cook show. <laughs> as opposed to the, that.
0: As opposed to those good <laughs> Dane Cook yeah, shows. But, that hey, he had that. a few moments. He, was, uh, yeah, for a second. Wow, I, I'm hey. offended by you saying that, <laughs> John. Back on Eddie here uh fredward it's one of those names did you guys feel or had you seen it's one of those names that i think a lot of people it rings a bell but they didn't really have an idea who he was when i was asking a couple people because people always ask what are you getting ready to do i'd said edgar casey they're like oh i don't really know who that is but i know that name like did you guys were you familiar with him? i know you were well i i mean i can tell you
1: it's it's kind of funny like it I mean, it was so many years ago now that this show started. I don't know if we ever spoke about this when I've been on it, but when I talked to you two and when I got introduced in to be on the show, you you, like John was mentioning to me the concept you guys had come up with, and I literally, before he even said what the topics were that you guys were thinking about, I just started naming stuff like this, and he goes, oh my god, that's like, I'm like, I'm like, Reptilians? Mm -hmm. And you're Casey Atlantis? I'm naming all this stuff, and he's like, well, those are like our first episodes, and that was literally (laughs) how I got the first (laughs) invite.
0: To come be part of the An show. Invite, Do you yes. remember how you found out about him, like the Edgar whole, Casey? Yeah. It was
1: it was no joke. It was uh, it was probably around college for me, and just reading things about Atlantis because I found the concept of Atlantis fascinating. Yeah. That it's like there, it seems credible that there's a thing that existed once that got wrote about and it doesn't exist anymore. But, it's, but, just but yet there's the mystery part of it. Right. Right. And I I read about him. Because he was the first one to propagate that Atlantis could have been in the Bahamas,
2: Mm -hmm. not just outside of
0: of the Mediterranean Sea.
2: That the original Atlantis episode of Hysteria 51 was...
0: Oh, yeah, when I almost died. Yeah, yes. I'm That's why John and I f- just fist bumped that. just <laughs> fist bumped my almost death. <laughs> Eleven days in the ICU, and you guys are giggling and touching one another. <laughs> That's what we do when you're not around, <laughs> friends. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I actually found God. out about, I remember learning about Edgar Casey from The Unsolved Mysteries, and literally the reason oh. that it stuck out of my mind to this day was because he... And we'll talk about all the things he did. They said that he fell asleep on his book and he learned everything in it and memorized it, and that stuck in my mind. They call that osmosis. Osmosis Ooh. Jones. There's a movie for you. There it is. That was, was John. Hit. Did you were, you? were you familiar or was it just? No, one it, of those? I, I was
2: familiar in the sense that I like. I'm like I'd heard the name. Yeah. It wasn't really yeah. wasn't really sure. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, then once you around, hear about it, though, you go, oh, it was him. Oh, that like, guy. The, oh, that yeah, guy, yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, probably around college, uh, same as Joe, started to, like, you know, understand a little bit you more really about start it. You really started
0: digging into old men and their their exploits. Oh,
2: and their balls. Um, But <laughs> did I say that out loud? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holy jeez, I wanted to lick them. <laughs>
1: All right, this is now officially the best episode ever. <laughs> I just have to make sure that that's old known. That's <laughs> <laughs> no man. That's a duck, and
2: he's not real. <laughs> that's Howard the Duck.
0: <laughs> and full circle, we for the Caroline uh, in the City T-shirt. I was about to make a serious <laughs> point, and I, second I second give up level. on it.
2: I, I'm done, and I think we should go to break. Oh,
0: break time. You're right. Uh, when we come back and compose ourselves, what did this prophet <laughs> predict? Can we believe him? And what do skeptics say? What do skeptics say? That's all coming up on Hysteria 51. I mean, is it fair during the fade out
1: here that I I throw out the prediction that I think he might have a, a relation to the Kentucky meat shower?
0: Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing. I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a long time sponsor. And we use it Rosetta stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through.
2: (laughs)
0: Estera 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about.
2: Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off, unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today.
0: I like to think that everything touches on the Kentucky meat shower in one way or another. I
2: mean, you know, one of the best follows on Twitter is the um, uh, the big Lebowski bot or the Lebowski yep. bot or something like that. And it's just quotes Amazing. from the big Lebowski. You, you, Joseph, you happen to mention one uh, while we were off air. <laughs> it happens from time to time. Yeah, we, I mean, I, I, it, it,
1: Nation, believe it or not, listeners, we actually speak. Sometimes when we're off air, yeah, from
0: time to time, it's, it's rare. We <laughs> it just happens. gaze
1: into each other's eyes. Now I don't no. know what Brent and John do if I'm not on the show. I'll tell you what we do. No, I won't. John,
2: why don't you tell us about <laughs> Edgar Casey's early life? All right. So this dude was I mentioned born in Kentucky. He had all trouble. the good ones, including David Flora.
1: <laughs> FYI, I did. I did actually go and check the proximity of his birthplace to the Olympia to spring yeah. where the Kentucky meat yeah. occurred, not close enough for me to make any kind of like judgment oh. about it. It's probably like 300 miles apart well, because Kentucky that terms, would have been incredible. That's seven
0: generations in Kentucky. Terms. Oh yeah. I
1: mean, it, it riding, riding the horse drawn mm-hmm. wagon that far is, you know, I you're talking about a couple days, a yeah. fortnight, maybe. You're right.
2: A fort. What are you British? <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. All right so our our boy was born in Kentucky, and as a kid, he had trouble paying attention uh they 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 assume he probably had a d h d or something like that, but we we don't know for certain. yeah they didn't exactly diagnose those things back then. no, they just beat it out of you with a R- ruler right. Right. or, 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 or Sunday school
0: you damn right, yeah. yeah.
2: And you better not be left-handed
0: while you're you're not paying attention. (laughs) Right.
2: Speaking of rulers, he was a churchgoer, and at the age of 10, he fell in love with the Bible. He read it over and over again as a kid in an attempt to learn everything that it taught.
0: I read in one of the things that he had said he had read it cover to cover 12 times by the time he was like 10 or or 11 years old. Like Mm. just, I guess when there's not a ton of shit to... To do at the time that passes you. Yeah, time. I mean,
1: what else are you doing other than lighting candles and throwing wood on the fire? Whittling,
0: whittle, whittle, whittle.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess you so can do I, a little when bit I, when of I, when that. I
0: was growing up, could I could masturbate, always... I suppose, to pass the time. <laughs> That's what I meant by whittling. <laughs> whittling.
2: <laughs> it always boggled my mind that they would try to get kids to read like the the King James version and yeah. stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. If you want to lose can someone's I a... the begats, no. If you want to lose someone's attention, yeah. and, and like th- their way of making it better was the NIV, yeah. like what? Are you, what? You I, I, I still don't understand yeah, anything is happening. Swing and a miss. Yeah, all of the above. Hey, uh, A for effort.
1: Like you're, you know, I'm, I, mean, I'm I personally, eight. I personally prefer uh, the translation uh, approaches by Robert Alter, but you know that's just
2: me.
0: <laughs> and next week on Bible Hour, <laughs> that's right. The
2: differences between <laughs> I don't, here's the thing I don't know what he just said so I don't know if I should make fun of it if I should be deferring to it I have no idea how yeah, to do. don't it, that's me why that I, said it. You are, I don't know what you said because I know so everything that you say is bullshit
0: Okay, no, he said Robert Alter
2: is actually
1: <laughs> one of the leading linguists uh, in biblical translation
2: would you say uh, he's cunning
1: you, you might, say yeah, <laughs> yeah. might say that one might say
2: that one might One might. One might. So our hero, Edgar, had a vision. In May of 1889, while reading the Bible in his hut in the woods, as one is to do, he saw, quote unquote, a woman with wings who told him that his prayers were answered and asked him what he wanted most of all. That's a hell of a vision right there. He was frightened, of course, and he said that most of all, he wanted to help others, especially sick children. He decided he would like to be a missionary. I would have picked strippers and booze. (laughs) Speaking of which, did anyone
1: find in your research, like, was the woman topless? Because that's all I could think about. The best
0: oracles always are. I feel like they should be. Do you think Lady Liberty was actually topless? She is in all of my caricature drawings. Yeah, it, it, at least one strap
2: is always down. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. The next <laughs> night, however, after
0: seeing this... John, John, why is the scale a big mini throbber? <laughs> <laughs> the
2: next night after no, seeing back. said vision... Uh, <laughs> they just things,
0: said that it was dirtier when you aren't on the show Keep
2: going thanks. Things start to pick up with Ed yeah. You see, he was in trouble for not doing well So his father was <laughs> grilling him with spelling tests As you're one to do, right? As, right. as will happen in, yeah. in, in essence, he was bad at it, so his father beat him was, was his,
0: Literally, he said he beat him so hard he fell off the chair Like, like was hurt And he's like, Dad, I need a break, please, please Was his
1: father James Plimpton? Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> the founder of the spelling bee, right?
2: When you said, I was thinking of, I, I don't remember the, the guy's name. I thought you meant the guy that's like, when you get to heaven.
0: When oh, you're at the pearly gates. Yeah, when he did the, uh, the. oh my God, with James, um, we'll go to the tapes. Yeah. <laughs> go to, to the
1: archives. <laughs> oh, Will Ferrell does him. Yeah. And he was in Arrested Development.
0: Yeah. James, James Lipton. Lipton. James Lipton. Yeah. We we're close. We we're close. The uh, T-Magnate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know why. Wow. That's so funny. Well played. So,
0: so Casey said, I, I just told you guys, he, his dad literally beat him out of the chair. He said he heard the voice of the lady that appeared to him like the day before, and she told him that if he could sleep a little, then they could help him. Well, you know, they—they're—I'll they, be damned. They're going to help him out. So he begged his dad for a rest, and he put his head on the spelling book, and he fell asleep. And when his father came back in, he wakes him up. And he starts asking him the, the words, and he knew the answers. Not only did he know the answer, it didn't stop there, he could repeat anything in the book, page for page, knew where they were in the book, what page they were on, where on the page. He said it was like he could see visions in his eye in his head of what he was supposed to be seeing. And his father thought he'd been fooling before and Beat the shit out of him again. Well, angels—they yeah. <laughs> work in mysterious ways. Anyway, eventually, Casey said that he he started sleeping in all of his books and absorbing the knowledge. And so we went from this kid who was kind of a a terrible student to being an all star student. He was a savant. Yeah, he was a rain man. <laughs> right, right. So then comes his ability to diagnose. One quick thought on
2: on that whole—he slept on it and knew where everything right. was. Um, I am the father of a now four-year-old. Mm-hmm. He, he, he literally just turned four a couple weeks ago. And the kid will read me any book of his mm-hmm. that he's a fan of, word for word, cover to f- back, uh, front cover to back
0: cover. Now, how many of those words are correct? Everyone. Because you've read it to him so much? Is that why? No, that my. We're talking about some books that I've read to him
2: twice. Okay. Okay. I don't think, and we don't know, I don't think that he's actually figured out how to read just sitting there listening to us and watching, you know, Super Y and Uh and the shit. I think he's got like almost an idactic memory. Yeah. Like he's just, he's he's sight reading. Like he's seeing, you know, he heard me say the word is break and he sees that, that the, the that kind of right. framing, and, and he goes, break, okay? Or is it because every time he hears you say the word
1: break and reads it, that's when he gets hit extra hard afterwards? That's well, true. I mean, they, they go hand a, in hand, a bone. don't
2: they? <laughs> they anyway, the, the point being that um, this story reminds me of that. Like, like yeah. I, I, Again, I'm not saying my kid has a photographic memory. I, I have no idea. Maybe he's just reading, maybe... It's just happenstance. We're not even and, sure if it's your kid. Also true. And obviously, I'm making a what? big. deal hey, I uh, say,
1: Dad, I'm here. Hey, I'm four, hey, Dad. Hey,
0: I'm Link. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Go I'll, get me a bottle, <laughs> <laughs> one that's uh, you know, you gotta pop a top on. Uh, hey,
2: I mean? hey, Dad, don't try to give me beer. I'm a kid. I can't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead and leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my 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 point is uh, obviously I'm making a stretch uh, a bit of a stretcher. but at the same time, that's kind of what that sounds like. Yeah, isn't it?
0: Like like, he's mean, like oh, I knew where all the words were. Like uh, except for he was a uh, gifted from angels, and you're you're forgetting that part, John. Your son hasn't said that. That's true. Yeah, how many topless
1: angels has uh, <laughs> your
0: kid seen? Mm, he's only mentioned two. Angels. <laughs> He's only mentioned to. He likes to keep secrets at such a young age. Hey, everyone's got the secrets. This human form is confining. (laughs) (laughs) If only they had someone to diagnose your son, because that is what Edgar was good at. Dad, let's read that human book again. I mean that book again. (laughs) Uh, So while at school, uh, this was uh, supposedly true. He was struck on the, the base of the spine by a ball. And he was hurt very bad. He was eventually he was put to bed. He was bedridden, and he went to sleep. And by God, he says that they spoke to him again with a cure. His family prepared the cure, and and as he slept, he told them what he needed to do. Yahtzee, and his dad was like, "Fuck yeah!" But that was a one-off. That was like the first time he gave a cure while asleep. This ability was not demonstrated again for several years because you know kids. Then in nineteen hundred. Oh, I'm only kids. four. What's the matter with these, these kids, kids today? today? Oh no! Uh, so in 1900, he's 23, <laughs> and he, he lost his ability. Paul,
2: Paul Lind, everybody, yeah, Paul Lind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, bye, bye, Birdie. If you're keeping track at home, thank you, thank oh, you. Also, gosh. Center Square. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know the Greeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cark crow that's Um, like humor for people older than us much less our fucking demographic there's like one guy at home was like I was gonna quit listening but Uh, but now I'm in now I'm sold
1: I don't know how how I found this podcast thing but I'm glad this is the one I found I was listening to the Carson podcast is this this FM is this
2: Larry King again (laughs) I was listening to the Johnny Carson podcast
0: And these guys came on. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> color I was me. flipping through the channels. Color me entertained. <laughs> uh, so 1900, he's 23 years old, and he's lost the ability to speak, he says. <laughs> For a year, he went from doctor to doctor, and no one could help him or even diagnose what was going on. They had no idea. They said they couldn't find a reason for... Because they were quacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't find a reason for his inability to speak other than that he didn't speak. He just, he wrote that he was, you know, he 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 hadn't, his family said they hadn't heard him speak in a year. I mean, that's you know,
1: kind of the funny thing about not speaking, right, is like, it's possible it's an affliction, but it's also possible that you're just not talking. Say something.
2: Mm-mm. I thought I had mono for a year, but I was just really bored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Finally, they said, oh, man, last-ditch effort, we're going to try a hypnotist. And uh, they say that he gets put into this deep, deep sleep, and boom— he starts speaking, but he's not speaking like it's himself. He's speaking mm. like someone is speaking through him. Shubub. 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 Oh, he's. reaching reach into the belly of a yak and pull out its heart. That's from one of the police academy films. Will that bring your dead brother back? No, man. I'm hungry. <laughs>
2: Did you see that? What's his name was on America's Got Talent. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, Michael the, Winslow. My, yeah, oh, what, really? What's yeah. his name in it? He does all the, the noises.
0: No, but boom, what's boom, his name in, in the character? Mar-Mal Jones. Larvell Jones. Yes. Monsignor. Yes. Dr. Monsignor Larvell Jones. MD. <laughs> Every time he's, he's just adding things. Esquire. Esquire. Uh, CRMC. OBGYN. <laughs> <laughs> So he starts talking, like I said, and they're talking through him, and he diagnoses his own issue. And and they're, they said it's like someone's feeding him the, the stuff. He says then, when he wakes up, we're going to correct this. He wakes up, sits up, coughs up some blood, and boom, he's cured. And they do a dramatic reenactment of this on the Unsolved Mysteries that you can watch, and it's interesting. Now... <laughs> Uh, of note, when he was asleep or in this trance, he had these abilities. Not when he was awake. Only time that he had this this ability was when put into hypnosis or asleep. And he didn't he didn't learn. Well, eventually he learned to put himself into the trance-like state to perform readings, as he called them. Is like like this hypnosis. He claimed he didn't remember what he said. It all had to be transcribed. So it
2: turns out Keanu Reeves can do the exact same thing, but only when he's surfing. Johnny Utah style? Strange things You better believe it. That's where he discovered it.
0: (laughs) So the FBI is going to teach me how to diagnose people through hypnosis? Utah, give me two. That was my favorite line in the whole thing. Busey was that movie to me. Everyone loves everyone else. I just oh, love dude, how crazy Oh, dude, is the
1: best. He's the best in everything. <laughs> it's a, if he's I never in saw it, he's the remake. Did the you show? see no. the remake? Didn't watch it. It doesn't have Busey in it. Yeah. You know what I did instead when I could have watched it? I watched fuck, on YouTube all 10 episodes of the, sh- the documentary I'm with Busey. You and know- if anyone doesn't know about that... Shut off this podcast now and go watch you know that it. It is $300, a $300,000
0: settlement that he got. Every dime went to that cameo from Busey. Just cameos. Oh, hundred percent. Joe, Joe, wake up! It's me. <laughs> like, are you calling? No, I'm literally in bed with you, Joe. <laughs> I've been sleeping here for about four months. So he's not
2: called a cameo when you hire him to hang out at your house, Joe. <laughs> well,
1: wonder what that would cost. I actually am. going to look into this tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you guys it's less than when I had my next week on
2: Hysteria 51, (laughs) Gary Busey.
1: I bet you it's less than when I had my assistant look into how much it would cost for me to have a court stenographer follow me for a week, just jotting down (laughs) everything everything I randomly said at the office. It's like, which uh, by the way was shockingly expensive <laughs> one
2: of my favorite uh ryan reynolds uh flicks uh write early that down. on van, van wilder <laughs> write, write that, that down. down write that down
0: write that down so he does this and uh like we said people come a calling when they find out that he's got this quote unquote power now his doctor talks about doing these readings for others who have cases that they can't carry. like, "Hey, like you know if we got some people that are afflicted like you not per se with not being able to speak anything Let's, uh, let's, let's see what you could do. And he starts doing them a lot. And he said that the issues with this started after he would diagnose the person and they go, okay, here's what's going on. You know, uh, Joe here can't, you know, do whatever he's sick. Then he my my dingus is is soft. Yeah, he would tell them how to fix it. Then they would go. By the by the way, what he just said sh-. had nothing to do with the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but for real though, it's just what's, what's just happening guys know. <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> that was just a. I just I like to be honest. Yeah, I didn't want John to be alarmed when it's his hand went very, over there. Very curly. Um, they'd ask him though. Stocks, horse racing other sports do you think there was like a that? lot of
1: confusion
0: when he said buy amazon yeah yeah because
1: he was, he was, yeah, he was right, a little so bit ahead of
0: his time he was go, uh, you know. yahoo yahoo google google yeah. yahoo he, oh God, he's he couldn't again. he couldn't think
1: of the fact that they all the be dead so by the time them. they could buy
2: those <laughs> yeah snake snake handling you know, right zuckerberg right
0: they were scared and they should have been yeah, yeah they thought he was just ch- chanting but no it was yeah well they were all reptilians so it, no, that's fine. true that's a good point He finds out that this is happening, and he's like, how dare you exploit me, and he quits. And he, they say, completely abandons it, enough to where he starts kind of over and like, he gets gets married, moves to Alabama. And that is the actual story
2: behind the movie Sweet Home Alabama. That's right. Mm. They took some
0: liberties in that movie. I'll tell you that right now. They did. Then he founded the Robert Jones Golf Trail. (laughs) (laughs) He starts a job as a photographer, and- uh, fate comes a knocking. So he's got a dark room at home and he has three children, uh, Milton Porter, Casey, Edgar Evans, Casey, and Hugh Lynn, Casey, Hugh Lynn, when he was eight that's a huge Lynn, <laughs> he accidentally set off some flammable flashlight powder. That's the stuff they use back to, you know, and it would, you know, and it burnt his eyes and, the local doctors were called in. They removed all the powder they could. and They said that he's
2: that's demons. Yeah, he we, had demons. Uh, actually, that's when bourbon. they
0: that's when they changed his name to Matt Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> get him a law degree. I got an idea. I got an idea, Esquire. <laughs> so he, uh, his son is going to lose an eye. They said probably both of them. At best, he's going to be blind. And he But the, says, on the positive side, those sunglasses look pretty sharp. They are cool. Nineteen hundred, though, they cost about three dollars, which is more money than anyone had ever seen. Ever
2: seen? <laughs> but they were the circle.
0: Those. The, the, they're all circles. Yeah. Which yeah. they wore until the nineties. Um, <laughs> get this though. His son says, "Daddy, give me a reading." Help me. He goes, okay. So he goes in and he comes up with this crazy scheme. No, that was, he comes up with this idea of, of the treatment and they do the treatment. And within six weeks, his son is fully, fully recovered. The doctor loses his shit. Oh my God, this happened. And he starts telling people and they tell two friends and they tell two friends and news fucking spreads enough to where like people are coming knocking on this guy presidents and dignitaries and i don't know the biggest people of the time are coming to talk to him.
1: is it possible one of those presidents was eisenhower and that was actually the birth of the idea of the bird drones i think i like to think that that was a mandatory thing that happened i think casey probably clairvoyanted (laughs) out the, the the drones
2: say say it with me casey clan correlation is not causality <laughs> correlation is not causality
0: is that uh, are, we, are we talking the matrix right now
2: i mean come on six weeks later he was cured mm-hmm. oh so if we hadn't said all those special words
0: well the, John, the, if, the, the if doctor that, did want to scoop his eyes out <laughs> so at least they so help that off well but also he i mean
1: can we can we not agree that if that bell wasn't there right now, there would be bears everywhere in here. That is a bear <laughs> bell.
2: Oh, we must agree upon that because it is there. Because that it's there, and I don't see any bears. Yeah, you're right.
0: You right. must be the only person I know that read the directions on those bells. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shockingly large direction book. Yeah. Yeah. So this happens. They they spread out the the information and in twenty five moves to Virginia Beach, Virginia, and he gets to work making this center that we talked about. Where they they catalog and interpret his readings and cures and treatments that come up with was it anything like the Derek Zoolander <laughs> for center for kids? The center that don't read for good. I want to do other things good too. It needs to be at least three times as big. What is this? A center for ants? <laughs> so he does this. He gets to work and he starts doing readings again full-time at least two a day and his son Edgar said that it's sometimes as many as 10 and he was exhausted but he's like I gotta help the people I gotta help the people so much so that he suffers a stroke in 1945 and dies from it which he predicted beforehand uh, leaving the world with 120,000 pages of readings transcribed and they're all at this this center. You can see them. They're in, they're in tomes, so so to speak, and they're they still use them to this day. People can go in, and if you want to have this treatment done, I don't know if you know this. The doctor can't stop you. So I'm not <laughs> going to say that I wasn't paying attention to the
2: podcast. But I have a question: What 120,000 pages? Was it literally all recordings? No, they they transcriptions. They would write. They would write. They wrote as he talked. Yeah. Now, so so he had years. So here's years how it works. So
0: that he had done pre nineteen twenty three. They they don't have them. They said that they're lost. They didn't transcribe them. After that, he did over fourteen thousand that were transcribed, and those fourteen thousand that were transcribed add up to over one hundred twenty thousand pages. Uh, because of how many different, recordings do we have? Well what I always find amusing
1: about the concept of using a page as a unit of measurement uh, is like, are we to just assume it's eight and a half by 11 inch pages? Like what if it's <laughs> like it a four foot long scroll? Like, <laughs> and it's like, or what if, what if it's a note card Each with one six words on it? And it's like, well, 120,000 of those isn't also, that much. What was the font? And there's a lot going on there. I have well, no idea and, how large his assistant's his, handwriting
0: was. And, not to take away from him, but most of them just say inject bleach. So <laughs> I mean, you know, there eat, is that. Eat Tide Pods.
1: <laughs> well, he's <laughs> ahead of his time. Mm. Planking. What's this gonna be all
0: about? My <laughs> <laughs> God son, I think I found it. Uh, that sounds amazing on, on paper, so to speak. Like he's doing this. Wear Jinkos. He's he's doing oh, all his work of his time. Not so fast. mainstream doctors don't tend to agree with his treatments surprise surprise treatments are not all he was spouting out though think about this so mainstream is more like it other abilities that he's been attributed to we were talking about this joe astral projection oh yeah prophesizing mediumship viewing the akashic records or book of life seeing auras Normal stuff that Joe Peck deals with on the well, regular. Joe Peck
1: and Charles Xavier. That's true. Is basically what that
0: sounds like to me. <laughs> so Casey said he became interested in learning more about these subjects after he was informed about the content of his readings, which he had no idea what he was saying because he's in a trance. And that yeah. that just rings true. Was he a crackpot? That's the big question. Let's get into what the skeptics say. That's right after the break on Hysteria 51. Wait, you didn't
1: ask me. I'm tired of skeptics. Can't we all just believe what everyone says? Just be a skeptical skeptic.
0: All right, guys. So before we went to break, we were talking about doctors. And what do actual medical doctors say about this? Does this look infected?
2: Outlook not so good, says the magic eight ball.
0: You're both pretty much right. (laughs) Yes, it does. And yeah, that's what they say. John, tell us what they say about this. Like, what what do the you were talking about? Skeptics or the skeptical skeptics? Skeptical skeptics what That skeptical, is my what, what they skeptical, say. Skeptical, what Because I'm picturing him saying, "Hi, everybody! Hi, everybody! He's <laughs> <laughs> me, the the one that your parents don't want you around <laughs> without their supervision." <laughs> Inflammable means flammable. <laughs> what a country! <laughs> <laughs>
2: So in Casey's life, he made
0: over fourteen thousand. Yeah, diagnoses. Well, those are those are the ones that are recorded. You know, he was he was off gallivanting doing free ones before. That's a good point. That so a good prolific. Yeah. That said, they are all available
2: online. At least those fourteen thousand are, and and many were recorded. Uh, most modern physicians say you're going to be shocked by this. They don't work. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And in some cases, can do more harm than good. Mm, That's not Hippocratic. Medical health experts are critical of Casey's unorthodox treatments, which they regard as quackery, such as his promotion of. It's always (laughs) there. (laughs) Howard. Such as his promotion of pseudoscientific dieting
0: ideas and the use of homeopathic remedies. John, I'm going to stop you. We've talked about a lot of this stuff. It's time to get in the meat and potatoes, and by that, I mean the dessert. <laughs> get to the fun stuff. <laughs> Tell us about Atlantis. Now, this potatoes. is the most yeah. important part. <laughs> yeah. I could so, go on. I Atlantis could, and other such nonsense. I could go on about at, at dieting all. and homeopathic shit all day, but yeah. let's get to don't Atlantis. Get, I don't want to get on a tangent here. I mean, this is I what, I mean this to get is what on a rant me into, into, That's what got me into him. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, Mine was cocaine and promises of acting work. That's how I got into him. That's also how you got married. <laughs>
1: Hey, ho, ho, ho. Oh! so I'm gonna I, I'm gonna' break I am getting the mold. a
0: look from
1: producer Lisa right N- now indeed I'm gonna uh, break the mold real quick and instead of a Simpsons reference I'm gonna make it it's always sunny in Philadelphia oh. reference when they're hanging out at the country Club and Charlie's in with the jockeys and he goes so what do you say Charlie Little buster snorted some coke off your cock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not off your cock, it's off your boner.
2: <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Sorry, clairvoyance. <laughs> uh, well, I wasn't able to picture it, but now... Yeah. <laughs> now it becomes so, the life. So Kay- right. Casey was an advocate for, for what is called pseudo-historical
0: ideas in his trance readings. I love that. That is a term I never heard, and I fell in love with it immediately. It's incredible. Pseudo-historical. <laughs> I think we probably said it on this show, like, this? making
2: fun of something. Yeah, right. That's yes, like, pseudo-historical. You, can
0: you prove that's not true? Can you prove it isn't? Yes. Uh, loophole. So, uh, one of
2: which is the existence of Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, We're he firing did, on
0: all cylinders right We, now. we are. Yeah. Uh,
2: he supported the discredited theory of polygenism. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a rough one. Now,
2: Brent, tell us about polygenism. Uh,
0: so, those playing along at home, polygenism is this theory of the human origins – they say that the, the the human race is made up of different races, and they all come from different origins. So this view is opposite of monogenism, meaning we all came from one place, and that is the accepted. Uh, different races from different origins, and guess what that breeds? hate uh it's like a, a a way to be able to say we are different and not equal
2: yeah i mean it's literally following the fucking playbook of of white supremacists yeah
1: i mean it is but i i don't know you guys saw the south park episode where they did the documentary <laughs> i about, where that was gonna go he's like Wait, yeah, about, with earth being an international television reality show where you know they said like what if we were to throw chinese people giraffes african Americans, Americans, and tigers on the same planet.
2: <laughs> Tune in. So, all right, I am going to hit a hot button topic here. This is literally the exact opposite of critical race theory. Right. Everybody's been talking about critical race theory yeah. lately, right, in the in the news. Interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm not. Uh, Ooh, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Uh, I am saying that this is bullshit. I, I will. I will go out on a limb and say that they were not all different. Uh, that, okay,
0: <laughs> just because Doesn't science and common sense says that. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. Did the did the Pleiadians and the reptilians uh, populate Earth with a bunch of experiments or not, guys? Hold on. Let me go to the David
0: Icke phone. <phone <rings> Yeah, I was going to say, do we have uh, Cooper on the line? Bill, Bill No, no, Bill, no, 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 John, he's dead. And oh. we, and, and oh, so oh. is Casey, so we can't oh. get to him. Is
1: isn't Marvel putting out a movie about this later this Actually, year, The Eternals? Actually,
2: didn't
0: didn't <laughs> Casey point to the fact that we could talk to Bill Cooper? But we can't. We've demonstrated that. We've probably pissed him off by cursing at him. <laughs> probably probably, <laughs> it probably goes back to the Ouija board We're situation. we the, the Congress Hotel. Hotel. Damn it. So Ah, I knew that would
1: come back to bite me.
0: Really quick on this polygenism, according to Casey, five human races, white, black, red, brown, and yellow, had been created separately, but simultaneously on Earth, on different parts of the Earth, and... Uh, he also accepted the existence of aliens in atlantis, uh and he claimed that the red race developed in atlantis and its development was very rapid, so it was more they were more technical technologically advanced than the rest of us
2: so wait a second the the red race so like if we're gonna go with the 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 words that we use in our modern parlance for various races are is is he saying that Native Americans?
0: Were were the 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 folks that lived in Atlantis? He said a lot of things that I don't think I really l- love the idea of going too deep into. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? He's like kind yeah. of a shithead. <laughs> um, he.
2: That's whole, why I that's why I brought it up. That, that right, was my point. Right? Like, it, it's uh, it, it, you get into it deeper, and you're like, oh, we're talking race theory. Oh fuck, are are we gonna Which get close to eugenics? In a second? Yeah, eugenics, yeah. thank you. I was just, yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: yeah. Going along this way, back in 2003, there's this book, The Skeptic's Dictionary. Uh, This guy, Robert Todd Carroll, he's a philosopher and a skeptic. And here's a quote from him. Casey is one of the main people responsible for some of the sillier notions of Atlantis. I love that because Atlantis in and of ah. itself is 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 crazy. <laughs> it's a version. Right. And so <laughs> he, he says in the book, he says some of Casey's discredited ideas, including his belief in a giant solar crystal activated by the sun uh, and used to harness energy and provide power to Atlantis and his prediction that in 1958, the united states would rediscover a death ray that had been used on atlantis they did i stole it that may be Mm. true we're gonna wait wait, we're gonna gonna parking lot that one
2: didn't you say that that death ray actually came from tesla i say a lot of things john
0: (laughs) (laughs) also the 1930s not to be outdone by nostradamus casey incorrectly predicted that north america would experience chaos well, he kind of whittled, eh. down a, whittled down a little more. He said, Los Angeles, San Francisco will be among those that will be destroyed before New York.
2: In his defense, I changed my mind.
0: Again, maybe. Well, I mean,
1: it hasn't hasn't happened yet. New York isn't destroyed, so, yeah. you
0: know, he could still be right. Well, he, he was off by his dating then. He also uh, incorrectly predicted the second coming of Jesus Christ in 1998. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you're trying to
2: tell me that Ariel Winter... Star, star (laughs) of modern family is not the second coming of Christ. Stage and screen.
0: Stage and screen. You know, her brother was in. Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Look up her brother. Who's her brother? He was, like, a child actor, too. She, like, got separated from her parents, and everyone was like, good for you. And the brother was like, no, she's going down a bad road. And then next thing you know, she's, like, half naked everywhere and doing crazy what? shit. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, her brother was uh, uh, Pugsley Adams in the movies. Opposite oh, really? Opposite Wednesday Adams, if no I remember kidding. right. Yeah. Jimmy Workman. Is that his name? Yeah. And that, that's him, right? From... From Adam's family is
2: a retired American child actor whose roles include Pugsley Adams in yes. the Whoa. Adams family. Yeah,
0: he kind of came out. and was like, uh, "She's she's kind of going crazy, guys." And if anyone ever needs a member of a trivia team,
1: no, shoe. crush. Wow, uh, entertainment. Uh, the entertainment now, category, Brandon no, is this, available. Though.
0: I do want to say this. I think her parents were scumbags too. I think that's just a twofer on that. Like they were. Everyone was bad on that one. Um Yeah, another claim about Casey was that soul entities on Earth intermingled with animals to produce and he called them he called them things, such as giants that were as much as twelve feet tall. Now that's an important one because we've talked about that before. Nephilim and these weird animals and the giants. Sure. And it has a lot of roots in biblical stories and giantism and stuff like that.
2: uh, tall entities. I don't I don't know what they like, there's no description there, but it reminds me of uh That video that uh, uh, Hysteria Nation member Denny Kish posted the other day in the Nation of it it was it was like meant to be fake. Uh It's not. No one's implying it's real, but it was like if Mars had invaded the earth uh-huh. during world war one. Oh, I didn't see that. Here's oh, what really? it would look like. And it's like old, it, it takes old, I stocky did see that. footage. And they
0: put them in. I did see it. And yeah. they
2: put like, a, but I, what I love about it is they also make the machinery of the, the Martians. Like, Hip to that time,
0: futuristic nineteen steampunk. Teen yeah, it's yeah, very steampunk. But like, I did see it right. And they're like giant monster, like legs and stuff. And yeah. you can see like the
2: mechanisms yeah. turning and yeah, that's yeah, funny. And
0: Joe, though, we've talked about that before on here with like the 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 giant animal crossbreedings, and that's in the you know biblical stuff in the it is? Do you think he was just trying to like keep a a little bit of like a biblical pulse on the things he was saying, maybe to like to root it? I'm not going to go too deep into this cuz this goes into final
1: thoughts, but a little little prelude to what my final thoughts are going to be is I, I believe it or not I actually took a couple classes on this in college. There is a lot of theory and and thought around the concept of like when you look at things like what is considered biblical prophecy in the, in the Bible and some historic books and then you look at that going forward there's an influence of someone who reads something a whole bunch and you guys mentioned he read the bible a whole times bunch as a child yeah there's an influence of what you recognize and understand from what you read what you intake and what you perhaps dream or envision and truly actually try to describe what was seen. Meaning you, you and you try to do
0: it in terminology that, that is it relational. It influences or colors your own thoughts. You internalize it yes, but without also, realizing it.
1: Yes. But also, it's, it's, look, human beings, the way we communicate with each other is relational. And, and frankly, it goes back to, Probably the greatest thing ever on television: the Star Trek uh, Next Generation episode with like Darmok and Janad at Tanagra. Like, <laughs> it's, yes, it's sixteen such people a,
0: just it, started cheering, and three thousand turned off. God! <laughs> and the walls fell. But there's reality to that. It's relational. You have and that you, T-shirt. You have like the band T or the Oh, band that's right. Darmok
2: and Janad at Tanagra '98 or whatever. 88. It yeah, yeah. '88. Yeah. He's
0: playing like the little <laughs> flute. Yeah. Oh, no, but, he's
2: playing. He's playing a. Riff Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's playing a face
1: melting guitar. Solo. Yes. Um, but I, I really do think, you know, there there is part of it that's explainable. I'm not trying to like give him credit or anything mm. like that. I'm saying no, that's how we, it yeah. doesn't shock me, Brad, you to the, your that point of like, this it. is how he would describe it because it's all about learned mm-hmm. experience and like, and you're trying to relationalize
0: something, right? Like, it wouldn't be surprising that that's. What he would go to. Well, John, your favorite part. Tell us about the skeptics, the, the true strong skeptics. Break down what's wrong with this. Well, they say Casey's alleged psychic
2: abilities were fakery. <gasps> I like, like that, it's,
1: that you, you said alleged psychic abilities mm-hmm. as though there are very, very provable. Proven. Psychos. Well, Psycho. he said that because I made him. <laughs> I noticed Brent that you were really um,
2: channeling. Right, Brent, there. Is Brent is looking sexy today. Brent is looking sexy today. Brent is looking sexy today. Yeah,
0: I will take that twenty. Thank <laughs> you.
2: Uh, they they say he has zero real ability. Science writers and skeptics have pointed out that the evidence for Casey's alleged clairvoyant powers come from some sensationalized newspaper articles of the time. Totally along with what you said. Yeah, some anecdotes, some testimonials, and even books rather than any empirical evidence
0: that can be independently evaluated. Kind of like what he was saying. He would take these things of the time, yeah. and it would color the things he was saying. The, the thing I found, when you look at a lot of this stuff, his son, Edgar, was a big supporter and told many of the tales of Dad's feats. So it's kind of like this secondhand stuff. Dad, your feats! <laughs> so Martin Gardner, for example, wrote that all of the verified claims and descriptions about Casey's trances can be traced to ideas found in the books that Casey had been reading by authors such as Carl Young, Ospensky, and Helena Blavatsky. Not, oh, no, we've all Blavatsky. Talked about her. We have talked about her. A lot. Not to yeah. get too into
1: semantics, but I do take a little bit of issue, Brent, with you saying red. He didn't read. He,
2: he fell asleep he on it. He, he absorbed for... via osmosis. Oops, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> you <laughs> know how I learned that word? I learned that word really early. I was reading. Do you remember uh, when when we were young, probably third grade? Those Garfield books. Mm. Sure. The
0: the the long the The, the, yeah they they were long they were long yeah.
2: There was a comic. uh, Thank you. One of those uh, where (laughs) real turgid uh, paper. You know he fell asleep on uh, on you know something he was doing and and John came you know oh Garfield what are you doing. I'm learning by osmosis, uh, and uh, Mondays. Ah, nice. and contextually, I figured out what it meant,
0: and, uh, right. and I, had I had a new vocabulary. well he figured it out Thursday of this week, but he's. Well he oh, I never book said when? Never. I just said
1: I did. And how many books did you fall asleep on after you uh, read that, seeing if it would work uh, today? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So getting back to this, Gardner came to the conclusion that trance readings of Casey contain, this is a quote, little bits of information gleamed from here and there in occult literature spiced with occasional novelties from Casey's unconscious. Uh, Or, well, that's giving him a little more um, credit than I would. But Michael Shermer writes in this book, and this is a good one, Why People Believe Weird Things. You guys should go out and get this one. It's very much worth it. He said – Uneducated beyond the ninth grade, Casey acquired his broad knowledge through voracious reading, and from this, he wove elaborate tales. He goes on to say Casey was fantasy-prone from his youth, often talking with angels and receiving visions of his dead grandfather that he wrote about Mm. and talked about a lot. Then, talking about how he was a showman, magician James Randi, the amazing Randi, you guys probably know, commented that.
1: The the specials are amazing. Fantastic,
0: yeah. Uh, Another guy, yeah, anyway. He said Casey was fond of expressions like, I feel that, and perhaps, using what Randy called qualifying words to avoid positive declarations. And Casey was never subjected to proper testing. That's what ESP pioneer, this guy named Joseph B. Ryan of the Duke University. Now, that's someone who actually believed that this was possible shit on Casey. He should have been... One, probably trying to back him up, a lot of people thought, and he was not impressed. He said, a reading that actually Casey gave for Ryan's daughter was, Ryan said, notably inaccurate. And frequently, Casey was even wider off the mark as when he provided diagnosis of subjects that had been dead uh, since the letters were sent. So people asked for help. He sent the help later, and they're like, oh, yeah, they already died. (laughs) Let's bring this home. He's not the first or last to do things like this. There's always a grifter or a real clairvoyant out there, whichever you want to look at it. He was one of the more famous ones to do it. Do you guys put stock in this? Is it just pseudoscience or was he this weird new age practitioner? If he's not real, could others be real? And was he real? I guess that's a two for question. Researching Edgar
2: Casey was interesting to me because I probably had less knowledge than you guys coming into this topic And all it did was point out to me like how much of a grifter this dude was. The name, like without knowing... The stories, mm-hmm. the name kind of holds some weight. You're like, ooh, right. Edward Casey, and the Edward you, Casey Institute. Yeah, so got- yeah, you've heard that, and you see that, and mm-hmm. that's it's tied to something kind of etheric and a, a little, a little supernatural, and like, ooh, tell me more. And then, like, you dig in, and you're like, oh, that's race baiting and bullshit. Okay, got it whether other people can or can't do anything like I just all I learned was this guy is full of shit.
0: Think about this so a hundred years ago when you're hearing about this and it blows your mind because someone says do you hear a guy over in Alabama or in Kentucky can do this and that and the other and he's a Christian and you go what you know and I think right. that's how things like this, get glommed onto. and well, it's-, it's
2: like the, you know, do cocaine, you know, it'll get the ghosts out of your blood.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah they yeah, they, they, they believed yeah. all that yeah, shit. I don't know about <laughs> getting the ghosts out of your blood, I can tell you it'll help you sell a lot.
0: Mmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, 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 oh, the Matthew McConaughey, yeah. uh, yes. Wolf of Wall Street.
1: I was actually thinking more of uh, The so, Office. Story when Michael, about that. When Michael Scott says, like, back in the 80s, you know, before we heard COVID came was bad, <laughs> man, did we move a lot of paper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> story, story about that. I, I just read Matthew McConaughey's uh, memoir, Greenlights. Oh, I didn't know he had one. Know. By the way, fucking do it if you can. Hang on, though. Were you able to somehow
1: read it and not hear his voice while you were reading it? No, I love hearing his voice. Did you ever find yourself naked? His voice drives me insane. I can't do it. Did you (laughs) find yourself naked with
0: a djembe just uh, randomly while
2: reading it? (laughs) No, but he covers that whole story. It's (laughs) great. Oh, interesting. It's great. Um, Anyway, in the book, he talks about uh, that scene in Wolf of Wall Street. So he was like jazzing himself up before a scene and doing that chant. And Leon- this, Leonardo no DiCaprio yeah. like, was like, do, do that, that in the scene. Yeah. Do that in the fucking scene. And that's how that whole no, thing that. makes its way into the scene. That's incredible.
0: Yeah. Isn't that funny? I think we're all on the same page with this. You know, We all we all looked at this as the way it was. I want to bring it home real quick with this. Uh, a quote from the she's a science writer Karen Stolznow. now. She says the reality is that his cures were hearsay and his treatments were folk remedies that were useless at best and dangerous at worse. Casey wasn't able to cure his own cousin or his own son who died as a baby. That's a harsh thing. Many of Casey's readings took place after the patient had already died. She goes on to trounce him even more. A lot of his stories are told by his son or other people. But you can, if you want to look into this, you can go out, and they do have his institute. And I tell you what, if you're dying of something and they can't cure you, is it going to hurt you to do whatever the fuck he says? Probably not. But ask your physician first. And if you really want to look into it.
2: Probably is is is, is not the word I want to use. They've been pretty well
0: vetted to where you can find out if he says what he what he says you can learn pretty fast if it's if it's very very bad or not i'm, just, I'm not telling it, you guess it, tur- what?
2: it turns out he says you should drink yellow snow mm. <laughs> hey it's
0: sterile <laughs> Joe, did you have any final thoughts uh, on you ever have been Mr. to the bear Casey? grill snow
1: cone machine i don't know uh, it's not that different from you guys it's uh, 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 you got the guy uh, he figured out how to make a quick buck and the only thing I'll add to the whole conversation that that all of this always makes me think of, except for whatever weird reason, in certain areas of, of, uh, of topical areas, someone like him and there are others in various things like him, where they somehow elicit a certain kind of emotional following from mm-hmm. certain people, and the one person that was at the same time doing the same stuff who I don't find ever gets that emotional following. If you ever want to read a fun book on what guys like this to me always come back to from this time period, go out and and get a copy of PT Barnum's book, the art of money getting.
0: Oh yeah. It
1: is perfectly titled and he's unabashed about what he does. Mm -hmm. And, it's kind of the same stuff. It's taking what's a fad of the moment at a time when And where, milking it. Yeah, and, and it was at a time... And Brent, you kind of alluded to this earlier. Think back 100 years. It's at a time when information was not as easily disseminated as it is today. Like, these folks operated in a different well, tell world you, my, my than cousin we saw live it. in.
0: My cousin saw it. That holds a lot of weight when, number one... You don't even really know your cousin, but right. you know that your mama said he never lied. That's you know exactly what I mean? that's, it. That's, it was a different world. But in, in these
1: guys knew how to manipulate that world, just like there are con men and grifters today who, you know, can figure out how to make a buck. Yeah, but the that book it's it's a fun read mm-hmm. and it's only like a hundred pages which by the way talk about the real way to be the art of money getting charge everybody 10 bucks for you know, a book for that's only like pages, less than a yeah. hundred pages yeah no, no, that was a hundred pages
0: then today it's three thousand and six pages wow well, that's exactly with inflation right. all right <laughs> that's our thoughts John. If people want to tell us that we're idiots and they got their psoriasis or what did you say, boners cured or whatever the hell he said earlier, hey,
2: whatever, where can they tell us? I, you need to talk about all of that in Hysteria Nation. <laughs>
1: You go on it's Facebook Tuesday, and you search. Little <laughs> rusty sniff some coke There's a lot of things boner. you can search
2: for on, on on Facebook, but I would suggest searching for Hysteria Nation. It's our Facebook discussion group where we talk about some of that and
0: and also other things like yeah. Bigfoot and uh, <laughs> daily pictures from NASA. I just started that one one picture of the cosmos. They're fun, man. They're awesome. Absolutely. Someone already said, uh, what, "What kind of shield shit is this?" posting pictures for NASA on here. I'm like, I got to get that money, baby. I got to get that shadow. That's exactly right. Never a straight answer. Big Uh, big
2: astronomy. (laughs) And we don't just talk about psoriasis. We also talk about eczema.
0: I mean, let's be
2: honest. Got to be equal. We are dermatologically equal. That's right. Uh, right.
0: Anyway, that is on
2: Facebook.com.
0: Search hysteria nation. That's right. Or facebook.com slash hysteria51pod. That's a regular page. Patreon, you can get extra episodes on there. Lots of fun stuff. Voicemail 773 669 7277. Again, 773 669 7277. We have a a voicemail only episode coming up soon <laughs> where we're just going to go through a backlog. uh Hopefully, uh, a lot of surprisingly, photo voicemails a lot of people have requested that. So we're going to see how that one goes. If you forget any of this, it's one.com 51com And uh, you can even go there and, com. and look at photos so of that that's Joseph a callback. Parent. That it, is. Like, back in uh, the day. There like, are oh. absolutely
1: no photos of me on there, and frankly, it was an embarrassing moment for me not long ago. When, when you were at, with someone your parents? heard When someone heard word that I had, you, you know, been part of recording on a podcast. On they got to go to About. They they literally, they they sent me the screenshot you, of About I the told to... them I was in, and I'm My not My
2: favorite part there. about this is he's talking to his parents, and he's like, I've been no, on a I podcast. Swear I swear. God, I swear I'm important. They don't even know what a podcast is.
0: Uh, uh producer Lisa cut his mic uh, yeah. <laughs> alright kids that's been our thoughts on why Joe can't be on our website <laughs> with that said I've been Brent I've been Joe and I've been John and he's been Conspiracy Bot stay woke meet sex it was terrible it was just terrible I'll never get
1: That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?